0: Learn more at marines.com. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630Chad.
1: End of the first period. Rangers lead the Canucks 2-1. Connor Garland is 10th of the season to get the Canucks back in that one. And about five and a half minutes left in the first period. Wild and Stars are scoreless. Oil Kings early in the second period in Moose Jaw, trailing the Warriors 2-1. We'll keep you updated on that one as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Oilers and Flyers tomorrow. Game starts at 5, so the face-off show here on 630Chad will commence at 3.30 as uh, the Oilers are 8-0-1 in their last nine games. So I'm enjoying watching that race atop the Pacific Division as uh, the Oilers right now sitting fourth in the division in points, still third in points percentage with points. You got Vegas 64, Seattle And Los Angeles both with 63. Edmonton with 62. So two points first to fourth. If you go by points percentage, it is Seattle first, then Vegas, then Edmonton, and then uh, Los Angeles and Calgary in fifth, whether you use points or points percentage so it's going to be a fun race of course wild card in play as well that's actually where edmonton sits right now but uh i'm feeling pretty good that they're going to climb in the top three in the division And who knows maybe even finish first uh by the time we get to the end of things i want to remind everybody about this uh this valentine's day we want to share the love on 6:30. 30 chet well oh, this is uh this is really titillating here all week long we're asking listeners to submit their valentine's day shout outs to loved ones On Valentine's Day, we'll be reading these messages live on air. If we read your Valentine's shout-out on air, you will also win a $100 gift card from Ruth's Chris and a $50 gift card to Bunch's Flowers. So you go to the contest page on 630 chedcom and uh, you look for the Share the Love contest and you put your Valentine's Day shout-out in there. I don't know if we're going to get to read any of these on Inside Sports, Kellen. (laughs) <laughs> I I would okay. like to. I, they might all be done by the time they get to us. I don't I don't know if they're budgeting any of these for inside sports. I gotcha. think I could I, I think I could read some of these very romantically if given the opportunity.
2: Well, oh, maybe it's I, an I off-topic topic for that night. I don't
1: it. know. I've been working on my romantic voice. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll come up with something. Maybe we'll do the uh
0: I don't know I don't
1: know what we'll do. It,
0: it's down the road, but uh, we'll
1: but come anyway, up with something cool, yeah. But anyway, you can win something. It's fun. So put in a shout-out to your loved one or ones. And, uh, I mean, hopefully it's just one if it's a romantic relationship. You said
0: ti- my, you, my goodness. You said titillating, right? Yes, that's I could say titillating. Yes, no, I'm not not questioning your ability to. And it's well within the rules to say It's a titillating contest. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm, so I'm then, saying it could be scandalous myself, but there. Well, we go. well
1: that would be scandalous if, yes. if it was to loved ones in a romantic relationship. Uh, and if again, if we read it on air, you will also win a hundred dollar gift card from Ruth's Chris, and a fifty dollar gift card to Bunch's Flowers. So that's uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Share the love on 630 Chet. Speaking of love, 780 uh, 63 what do we have tonight?
0: Well, we got some people giving their love out to their favorite, uh, who they think is the greatest athlete on the Texan. I believe that was the off-topic topic, correct? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't an off-topic topic. topic. That was just me (laughs) talking about something. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, We had uh, anyway. We have some some people say like uh, David texts you and says, "How about the greatest Canadian male golfer of all time?" Saying Mo Norman was the greatest Canadian male golfer of all time. That's from Double Eagle Dave. So there we go. Uh, moving on on to the text line, there was also uh, there's a, a text here from Tyler uh, talking about the Oilers and the 11 and 7 versus 12 and 6. And they, and Tyler says if they stick with the 11 and 7, we may see Fogle stay more consistent. It's harder to stay in the lineup as one of 11 and it is one of 12. That is from Tyler. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you still have me, Kellen? I still have you. Yes. Okay. I
1: thought I might've cut out. I, I, rare. Uh, I used to have to do it at home all the time. I had to do my show from home today. Cause I had kind of a, a different day. So I am from home today. I um, haven't done that in a while. The, the Mo Norman was because if somebody says to be greatest Canadian golfer of all time, the first name that comes to mind is Mike Weir because he won a major, mm-hmm. but yeah, Mo Norman. Uh, I I've heard that debate before. Extremely talented. Now, again, Weir did win a major. His 2003 season, I believe he finished top 10 in two other majors and then I think was top 20 or 25 in the other one. So he had uh, he had an incredible year. But that, that that's a good text for sure.
0: Anything else? Mm-hmm. Uh, Will and Hannah text in, says he won't be around Friday, but he's sending us his pick anyway. Okay. Uh, he says KC 27 to 24. So he's taking you the You save keys. all
1: these, right, Kellen? And you copy them into a folder, I hope?
0: I can, yes.
1: Well, yes, I've, that's my <laughs> polite way of suggesting. Well, we have to send out a canned ham if anybody nails it. Well, there we go. All right. know, Will and Hannah has written in before, and I'm sure I made a Nickelback comment, so I won't do that tonight.
0: Oh, well, there we go. They're are a good band, though. They're, they're they're coming back to town, Nickelback. That's right. So I think they're uh, sometime this summer they're playing Rogers, so that'll be good. I don't get the hate for them.
1: I mean, if you don't like their music, fine. Don't don't like the music but you don't have to
0: actively try to get other people to dislike them. It's I don't tr- think. It's trendy, and I'm doing the air quotes. You can't see it because it's radio, but it's trendy to hate on them for whatever reason. I think reason. now it's
1: going to be trendy, though,
0: to like them, now that they're almost a bit of a next-generation type band. Well, you know? anything, the, the scary part is anything from Silver or Side Up is considered generation. classic rock, right? So Well,
1: right, because that, that's
0: 20, is it not, was it not 2001? Yeah, came out? It's 20 years plus Now the, the one thing classic c-
1: rock the one thing that i could understand that might have irritated people sometimes certain songs kind of get overplayed right? oh yeah They're on the radio every three hours you, you go to, to a club or whatever to dance you know it's it's played it's it's just on all the time but how you remind me was that their big one
0: that was their big one and yes it so, did get overplayed yeah
1: right so sometimes if you're not a huge fan or you're not a fan at all and then you're like my god like okay they're popular but why do I have to hear this so much because of everybody else but I think I mean my favorite band in the 90s Def Leppard was not cool you know and now they, they're they're doing a leg of the stadium tour in Europe next year with Motley Crue. That's right? still going. They're, they're eh? Wow. Big. So I think Nickelback is now going to be. I don't know. Will from Hannah is probably like, please quit talking about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there we go. Uh, a couple of quick ones here just to, to wrap things up on the text line for now. Uh, Blair taking uh, exception to my uh, pick as, well He he's, uh, to my, well, earlier you had asked me who my pick for greatest wrestler yes. was, right? You're rattled by him
1: disagreeing <laughs> with you by the
0: south. Well, I had also mentioned Brett the Hitman Hart is in the conversation. He says, the Hitman was terrible. My all-time favorite wrestler of all time is none other than the game Triple H. That is from Blair. And Blair, all I say to you is good luck. walking around Calgary are, can- that, so. are Canadians allowed to say that about Bret Hart? Yeah. I'd, Albertans? That's wow. kind of sacrilegious. Well, is hey, it that's not? fine. <laughs> as,
1: as, all opinions are welcome
0: as long as you back them up and you're not too mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. TL texts in and says, instead of seaweed man, he should be kelp man. Kelp man... I don't get the reference either, so there we go. <laughs> uh,
1: well, per- perhaps there's a difference between seaweed and kelp. Are there any marine biologists listening tonight? 780 63 I don't know if we've ever covered that topic on the show. We tend to meander sometimes. Well, we I don't have... know if we've ever dove into, so to speak, is yeah. there a difference between seaweed and kelp? Please somebody educate us. Uh, Jack Michaels is going to educate us on his home state of Pennsylvania when we get back.
0: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law.
1: All right. He's a great friend and a great play by play voice, and he's always entertaining. Jack Michaels checking in tonight. Jack, welcome back to Inside Sports. How
2: are you doing? It's been a while, Reed. I appreciate you having me on, uh, both personally and professionally. Things are arrow up. I'm on the way to see my daughter at Penn State. And the Oilers, of course, are one game away from matching their longest unbeaten streak in 17 years. So uh, the hockey club is is looking solid. And, and certainly uh, I can't wait to see my daughter here in a couple hours.
1: All right. Perfect. You're getting to go see your daughter, of course, in your home state of Pennsylvania. Now I want to talk a little bit about Pennsylvania. You grew up in the beautiful community of Meadville. I'm assuming it's beautiful. So other side of the state from Philly, is there like any connection to Philly in the area you grew up?
2: Not at all. Other than, you know, mostly hatred. I would describe for our Alberta listeners, a very similar feeling between Pittsburgh and Philly as, as Edmonton and Calgary, quite frankly, especially on the hockey front. There is no more team that I like to see go down than the Philadelphia Flyers. In fact, that's how I originally became, you know, kind of a follower of Edmonton Oilers hockey is not necessarily at least at first out of love for the Oilers, but just rooting against the Flyers in the 85 and 87 Stanley cups. And then obviously I kind of, became infatuated with how good Edmonton was and how fun they were to watch. But it started out of a a true hatred of anything Philadelphia. I won't be rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl, even though there's no real natural rivalry in football. I was never a Phillies guy. In other words, you know, when it comes to Philadelphia, I'm not interested. Having said that, in my 13 years in the National Hockey League, I joined by Tristan City, I have found some favorite haunts. And it a if you now that John Tortorella is coaching, I think the Flyers are relevant again, and I could see them being increasingly relevant because they're fighting to stay around 500 Reed, despite the fact they are missing, arguably, their three most valuable players, in Sean Couturier, Cam Atkinson, and Ryan Ellis. All right, and I, I want to go there, but I want to I want to wrap up the Pennsylvania
1: talk because I love how you talk about it. So the reputation Philadelphia and their sports its sports fans have for being goons, basically, is that fair in your mind?
2: Well, the throwing you know snowballs at Santa Claus in the midst of a one twelve and one Eagles season in nineteen sixty eight. Uh, the jail that was located inside Veterans Stadium and was constantly occupied for both Phillies and Eagles games throughout the 1970s and 80s I mean look Philadelphia has earned its reputation I- I'm not gonna lie that it has so no, and it's it's an int- interesting construct of a state because you got Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. And then I'm driving to Happy Valley, Penn State, which is a mammoth campus home to anywhere between 85 and 100,000 people, depending on the fall and winter day, is located not smack in the middle. It's slightly closer to Pittsburgh, but, you know, it's in the middle of essentially nowhere, which is why they call it Happy Valley. It's happy because no one's around them, and it's especially happy because no one from Philly is within three hours. Okay,
1: now we know. But well, now we know why it's named that way. That is a great summary. Jack Michaels joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Okay, you, you referenced the the hockey. The Oilers on a great streak here. The uh, the the Flyers. You mentioned that. Hey, hey, you got to take every opponent seriously. I thought the Oilers did a good job last night against Detroit. I, I want to ask, like uh, McLeod, Fogle, Broberg, DeHarnay. Who impressed you the most last night or somebody else out of that sort of second wave of players? Cause it was a quieter night for some of the big guys.
2: Absolutely. I mean, Connor McDavid got a point on, you know, the late insurance goal scored on the power play. I and mean, the power play for me, read it's not about the overall percentage the clutch. And we've seen that power play score game tying game, winning game, ceiling goals. Throughout this season, those power play goals have not come in garbage time. I think that's the real secret behind Edmonton's number one power play is it scores when it matters most. But back to your point, I would say it was Warren Fogel last night. And really, there's been a, a number of players, Fogle, Derek Ryan, Yessipul Yarvi, Ryan McLeod, who've either been scratched or been on the cusp of being scratched. And he's gotten responses out of them each time. It, it seems like, for instance, Fogle, you know, most recently, but Derek Ryan a couple of weeks ago found himself the odd man out of the line. But I'm telling you, Ryan McLeod was real close. He was a bubble guy. Now all of a sudden he's got six goals in 10 games starting to find his game. I thought subtly read, and I don't know whether you picked up on it, but about two minutes into the game, Ryan McLeod, took a wrist shot from about 25 feet. And I said, you know, that's a good sign. We haven't seen that all, you know, we haven't seen that hardly all year. That shoot first mentality from Ryan McLeod. And sure enough, he ended up scoring a nice goal where he waited out the goaltender off a beautiful feed. I think Edmonton is trending in the right direction they're a positive team when mcdavid and Drysettle are not on the ice five on five they're a plus team and that's the first time in this most recent four-year run of edmonton returning to playoff relevance that you can say that but the biggest thing for me and if there was a guy to challenge fogel it's the continued sterling play Of Jack Campbell 31 saves and he more than anyone else in my opinion if you look at this streak as a whole is the reason why Edmonton's rolling now he's given Skinner not only some rest but quality rest because he's giving the Oilers quality minutes on the ice. And were it not for the most absurd rule in the National Hockey League, he'd have nine straight wins. As it is, he's got eight consecutive victories in the games he started, and that's certainly the type of goaltending that Edmonton was anticipating him when they made him one of the biggest off-season free free agent acquisitions.
1: Yeah, great point about uh, Campbell. Three goals or less against in, uh, in all those eight wins as well. So he's been giving the Oilers a chance every night. He's been in there. Okay, before I let you go, and I know you're getting to some family time here right away. Uh, last night, I was I, I was very interested to see that one of the early bird prizes in the Mega 50-50, all for the Ben Stelter Fund, was a prize some sort of a taped video message from Jack Michaels. Now can you t- will this be personalized? Is it generic? Have you done it yet? like what's going on?
2: I think it'll be personalized you know first off read they asked me to do you know, message you know and and certainly i'm i'm supporting anything related to the ben stelter fund but they didn't necessarily tell me they were gonna put it out on all their social media platforms so i'm just fortunate although not as fortunate as the viewing public that i had a shirt on when i taped it from miami beach <laughs> Uh secondly can you think of a more disappointing letdown than to you know instead of winning you know a ford vehicle or 10,000 bucks or the 50-50 jackpot that your early bird prize is a tape message for me i mean I, hey i love any cause but that's going to be a bit of a letdown, except for maybe five or six people out there. And quite frankly, Reed, I'm not sure any of us want to meet those five or six people
1: uh as much as i love you jack i might take a substantial amount of cash over a message from you sorry buddy
2: yeah i i I, and i would be angry at you if you did not in fact i would take a substantial amount of cash instead of (laughs) any sort of message from me relevant or not but in any event in all seriousness you know when it when it comes to ben and this was a obviously it kind of took on a life of its own with good reason last year but it's, it's one of those causes that makes this – look, Reed, I, I've said it before, maybe even on your show. I was an outsider when I came to Canada and in some ways still remains so. But I cannot imagine landing in a better Canadian city. And I've been to the other major Canadian cities. I can't say that I've seen every suburb of every city in every province – I'm just telling you, and nor have I been to every single province, but Edmonton is the best of the major cities in Canada, and it's not close, and it starts with this kind of community support. And I know I come on this show and ridicule you with absolute justification, but in all seriousness, if I can be serious for a moment, this city, look, I mean, we laugh in the other – and I'm not – Again, I'm not trying to make light of it, but when we see the totals in other Canadian cities in terms of money raised for 50-50, it's not close. And that really kind of, for me, reinforces the idea that I could not have landed in a better place.
1: Jack, well said. Enjoy your visit with your daughter and have a great call tomorrow, buddy. Really appreciate it. All right, take care, Reed. And I should point out, that mega fifty-fifty, the jackpot up to four hundred and fifty-one thousand dollars in support of Ben Stelter fund. It goes until the seventeenth, so it's on pace to be huge. Kelly Rudy, when we get back.